Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Justice Sobriety, where we talk, spill, and share the tea soberly and anonymously. I know I haven't recorded an episode in, I think, about a week now. I'm sorry about that. It has been such a busy and stressful week. Uh, let's see. So we've been moving. We have been, I have been doing schoolwork. I have been doing my job. We have been trying to get the apartment set up and all this shit. And it's been a lot. I've been staying up almost all night, waking up early in the morning, having so much to do, having to pet it, having to go to the office again because we don't have wi-fi yet so it's just been really fun (laughs) so thanks for your patience i know some of you just must be dying to hear my voice again Um, so i know i'm awkward thanks for just dealing with that because it's never gonna go away okay Well, last time I talked about step three. I recently talked about step four, but I wasn't planning at that time to go in order. So I'm just going to speak about it briefly. So the first time I did step four, I felt, I really felt like a victim. I guess as most of us tend to and... I still wasn't at the point in my recovery program where I could really see my part in everything, even though that was a big portion of it. My part wasn't that thorough. There's the other person's part was thorough, but mine was like, oh, it was my fault for trusting this person or letting them into my life, like things like that. Um, That wasn't deep enough, but I thought I was being really thorough so I didn't get much from step four the first time yeah it was a relief to get it all out but I was lazy about it I didn't get a lot of it out there were things and people that I thought oh I'm not really upset about I'm really not going to um want to drink about this later on I'm not going to get mad about the I'm not going to get mad about it again but sure enough I did And some of it, I was just too scared to face my emotions while writing it out. So I just didn't do that. And I see now that that wasn't okay. At the time, I thought it was just, oh, this is too much. Or I always just would try to justify it as, oh, maybe it's just not that significant. But whenever I did my fourth step for the second time, I had all of those names on there and so much more and I realized I'm still affected by all these things unfortunately for the good or the bad it these experiences have made who I am as a person and I guess that's also why they say you know we don't regret the past or try to shut the door on it because it it makes us who we are as a person These things that we've gone through, other people have also gone through in their own way, too. And 
if we don't share them, it might slow down another person's healing process. Maybe I have this wrong, but that's kind of how I see it. You know, it, it, it helps to be able to relate to others, especially with trauma, especially with things like that, that deeply affect you in this program. And it was such an eye-opener the second time around with step four, whenever I got to my part, no matter how much I felt like this person, place, or thing has hurt me or I resented for whatever reason, my part was the biggest part. Theirs was like, oh, they broke my heart or they did this or that. But mine was like, wow, you know, I, I couldn't validate my feelings. Or I couldn't validate myself, so I sought it out in them and had that expectation on them. Or I, or I needed comfort or safety or whatever. And, you know, when we put ex expectations on people, places, or things, when we cannot change people, places, or things, it's, it's bound to go wrong. We are putting ourselves in that situation to potentially be hurt and it just really opened my eyes to see wow I did that every time there were maybe only two or three times where I didn't put myself in this situation it just happened to me and that's okay what happened wasn't okay but I was able to accept that and you know, there's the sick man's prayer for a reason. These people that have harmed me in ways I don't want to describe more than just saying it was harassment in some, some type of way. They were sick too. Especially some of, some specific situations where they probably didn't even know what they were doing. Others did, but when they didn't know what they were doing, it wasn't their fault. They were just probably acting out as it's probably what happened to them. Um, but regardless of what happened in the past, I'm the one that held on to it. I'm the one who wanted to use those feelings to justify drinking or pushing other people away or doing harm to others because, oh, I just had trust issues because people fucked me up. No, I let them fuck me up. I put myself in the position to be fucked up. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about step four. Um, it was really a relief. Because I don't have these negative feelings about most of the people on the list or places or things. At the time, I just had a different expectation or I just didn't un understand the situation or I was only wrapped up into how it would affect me and not the big picture. So I really feel like I was able to let a lot of it go. And then the people that I still had these feelings for, I just 
don't have to associate with them. It's pretty simple. There's no need to stay angry. It's not hurting them. It's hurting me. And I don't want to stay angry. And we alcoholics or addicts cannot stay angry. Because that causes us to drink or use. And that's why we have this whole thing. And yeah, some of these things cause me to drink. Some of these things cause me to act out impulsively in other ways. Um, Personally, I never turned to drugs, but it was getting to the point where alcohol wasn't exactly enough for me. So if I would have kept going, there's no telling where I would have gone or what I would have tried. So I try to keep an open mind about that. Uh, For a while, I didn't understand You know, I didn't understand drug addiction, but as I've been in the program for a while and I've made friends who are former junkies or, you know, just hearing the stories, it's like, it doesn't really matter what the substance is. We all just want to change how we feel. So if that's what it boils down to, then there's... There's really no reason for me to judge. And I, I wouldn't judge anyway. I've done so many things that are not morally correct, which is also what I found out. <laughs> um, especially going through, like, the sex inventory. Oh. It wasn't as bad as it probably could have been. But some of these people... <laughs> I was horrible too because of my own selfish wants or needs. Um, they didn't deserve that. They they were just living their life. And I was like, hey, why aren't you giving me attention? Why aren't you loving me? Why aren't you putting as much importance on me as I think you should? Because I can't do that to myself. Uh, the fears... Um, a lot of them were just because they were things that I couldn't control or change, and I didn't like that. Because if I can't control what happens, I'm going to fear it. It's going to make me anxious. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to want to face it or deal with it. I'm just going to try to avoid it. So that's that sums up my fears. And also... Um, Let's see, fears, sex inventory. What else am I missing? Oh yeah, there were resentments, I already went over that. Okay, so that's basically step four. If you guys have any other questions or comments, please message me in the Discord, which I will put in the link. I will put the link in the description this time, I promise. If I haven't before, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's still new to me. So there's the step four. And now just something I want to mention is that this, this community and my area of the people that I know who are in the program, they really, that love, that service work, that really just overwhelms me when we were moving. Every person with an exception of one or two people that helped us move were in the program. And some of them I didn't even know were coming. I didn't even really have contact with or 
know how to contact or wouldn't have even thought of reaching out to them, but they were there because another person who was helping invited them. And it was like a no questions asked. They were like, oh yeah, we're, we're on our way. And I'm just like, what? And we, we couldn't afford a truck, like a U-Haul. We only had a truck and my Kia. So if these people wouldn't have come to help, it would have taken so much, so much longer to move from our house to the apartment. And it was just overwhelming how willing they were to help. And I'm just not used to having so many people who genuinely care, even with barely knowing me to this day, I'm still in shock and it's been almost a week since it, since we moved. And it just, it just brought me a lot of joy. It made me really feel like, you know, I mattered even to these strangers or, you know, my friends, you know, they cared enough to do that service work. One of them even thanked me for the opportunity for the service work. And I, I just, I didn't know what to say. I was just blown away. And, you know, they called and followed up the next night just to make sure everything was okay and we were able to move everything the last of the small stuff and I'm not used to people caring that much I have my family but a lot of them are they're either unable to or they're just not close by and so when when my community came through for me I just I couldn't be more grateful it really showed that like the promises come true like all the different promises and the steps that you come true and it's just crazy what happens when you try to better yourself the people that you meet it's just they're they're amazing and i I couldn't be more grateful. I couldn't be more humbled by that. I I was almost in tears when someone came in with a trailer who I've only met once in a meeting. And he was ready to help out. He was like, what can I grab? That was just amazing. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still speechless. So this community, it just makes me remember that no matter where I go, if I need help with, with this program, I have a family. I have another family that I didn't have until I tried to better myself. So I know that's a God thing or a higher power thing. Um... <laughs> It's been a crazy week, so we've been moving. We haven't had Wi-Fi, so I haven't been able to check on any of my assignments until yesterday. And when I checked on them, my midterm assignment was already due, and I didn't have time to finish it. So I was stressed about that. I had other assignments that were about to be due. I turned one of them in. And I was planning on finishing the others up today, but we had 
a power issue at the office. So it cut into the time that I was going to do it during an early break. And I, I wasn't able to turn those assignments in and it just stresses me out. And my sponsor told me to give myself some grace. It's the first time in about a year or so since I've been in college. I'm, I'm working on my, my second degree to get an LCDC for those of you who don't know already. Um, yeah, I wanna, give, I wanna give back to the community that has helped save my life and keep me sober because I couldn't do it on my own. And I didn't always love myself enough to try to do it on my own. But anyways, I wasn't even, I wasn't able to get some of my assignments done. I'm gonna be able to turn in my midterm, but it's gonna be late and points off, which, you know, I'm not mad about. I'm just, it just sucks. Because I, I have these high expectations for myself and maybe it is my ego. It's definitely my ego. No wanting to get, you know, nothing but A's. And I'm putting myself in that position to get hurt again. <laughs> and it's really no one else's fault but mine because there has been some time where I could have checked. I just thought I had more time before things were due. And no, the next week of work is already starting and I'm behind. And all I can do is just move on from there. I can't dwell on it because if I dwell on it, then I'm... I might not get more assignments completed and I could fail. And that's not worth it. Dwelling on it is not worth it. I spent too much money on this course. <laughs> so there's my rant for school. It's been a little stressful at the, at the apartment too with my fiance and I just because there's so much that needs to get done. We both have that mentality like, oh, it needs to get done now. <laughs> Although, again, my sponsor told me that whatever we think needs to get done, we'll be there the next day. And our brains are, she has an all or nothing brain too sometimes. Not as bad as me, but and our brains, those things that need to get done will only get worse if we don't get it done that exact time frame that we want it to and that's really just both of us trying to control the situation and I'm realizing we're putting more pressure on ourselves than necessary oops it's what we tend to do I guess <laughs> it's fun having this realization during the podcast um later today and then either later on this episode and another portion of it or just in another segment in general, we'll hopefully have another special guest if they're willing or able. So that'll be exciting. Stay tuned. What else? It's been... I, I don't know. I feel like... Oh, yeah. So I feel like sobriety, it's... There was something I saw. It's like, life isn't always um, burritos and strippers. <laughs> and I love that more than, you know, the whole rainbows and butterflies. So life is not always going to be burritos and strippers. And it definitely has not been. Which sucks, but it's okay. I'm accepting it. Mentally, I feel drained. 
yesterday I was so emotional even at work I got in this argument with my boss and I felt like it was an, it was a personal attack and I almost I almost lost my cool and professionally I really try not to be that way it's one of the defects I've been trying to work on because if I feel like a blame is being put on me when I know like I know something isn't my fault because when I fuck up it's at least now I'm able to admit that I fuck up and then try to move forward but this was a case where the blame was being put on me or it was at least intended that way and, and the way the topic was it was like they were saying like oh well I know you have ADHD and you dog walk and this and that and I was just like look like, you know none of that matters when I'm working when I'm working I'm working and I don't know I almost lost it and I I should have been more calm about that and I did apologize and they were able to see that, you know, maybe it actually wasn't my fault. And we were trying to come up with a solution and that's what the normal people do, you know. There's an issue and you come up with a solution. <laughs> that was a whole process and it was an hour conversation. And afterwards I just felt so fucking drained. I was emotional, I couldn't focus. And I just wanted to go home. Like it was, it got to a point where I kind of started like tearing up and I, I called my sponsor as soon as I could. And then I texted my sponsor, I was like, how soon can I call you? And it was like a whole rant. <laughs> and they were just saying, you know, it was a bad day, they happen and just move on and I, I tried. I tried to keep that in mind the rest of the day, but I, I had my moments where I wasn't really okay. But I, you know, I went home, I got dog food that we needed. I took a nap and I felt a little better. And I, I was able to get myself up. When my fiance got home from work, I made her like a full blown meal, like a an actual balanced meal like a meat and a vegetable and a starch like that's that's a lot for me sometimes especially after the day I had normally I would have used that day as a reason not to do anything at all but instead I cooked her her meal I cleaned up the kitchen I started some of my homework and I just went to bed and I just said let's let's start over tomorrow basically and then I come in today and we lose power <laughs> so I honestly at that point was laughing and I called my boss and I was like hey I printed one thing and all of the power just went out and he came with his baby and tried to fix it, the landlord came in, tried to fix it, nothing they did helped. And then I was just sitting in the office and everything just turned on automatically, out of nowhere. Right after we already ordered an electrician to come. It's just so funny to me.
It's just like, of course this would happen, you know. Um, that happened. So, sobriety isn't always going to be great, but it's still better than when we're using or drinking because these problems don't go away. Life on life's terms is out of our control and we just have to accept that. And that's what I'm trying to do. There are days where, you know, that will, that we're supposed to give our higher power in step three, I still try to take it back sometimes when things don't go my way. And I may have been doing that a little bit lately. May have, I've definitely been doing that lately. But I'm still so grateful, and tomorrow I'll have 11 months sober. When I was at my first and second meeting, I couldn't even imagine having a month sober, not no less than 11 months or 18 months or, you know. And I feel better without alcohol. With all this stuff happening, I wasn't even thinking about drinking. And that's how I know that I have been recovered from that hopeless state of mind and body. Now I just have to keep myself in the program, in the big book, reaching out to others, giving back to what was given to me by these amazing people. Because if not, I can easily go back out again. And I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. Life being sober, even in these crazy, stressful, frustrating times, it's so much better. I can face these problems without drinking. And I didn't think I was able to do that before. So it's... It's pretty crazy, actually. <laughs> I don't have to run from my problems. I just take them as they come. And there's things where... There's things that have happened where before I would have been pissed and having a meltdown and just angry at everything not really dealing with it, just yelling at everything <laughs> and not being productive. But in reality, I don't have to do that. I don't want to do that. I can just take them as they come, accept what I can't change, not stay angry about things, and just keep going. And that's where I'm at today. Um, yeah, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't trade my best drunk moments for my worst sober moments. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's different lives. I feel like a new person and I wouldn't go back. I don't ever want to go back. I don't want to be that person that I was who felt like a victim, who didn't take responsibility for their actions. I don't want to be like that. If things bad happen, that's okay. And I'm okay. I don't have to drink. I don't have to use. I don't 
have to use those horrible things as reasons to act out anymore. And that's more of a freedom than I've ever had while drinking. So thank you guys for sticking around and being patient with me. Um, I, I plan on getting back into this podcast. This week I just felt like a chicken with its head cut off. I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything. So thank you again. I love you guys. Try to love yourself. As my sponsors told me, give yourself some grace even when you make mistakes because we're all human. We're not going to be perfect. We just have to keep trying. And that goes along with the whole spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. And I have to remember that God is out there. Well, my my higher power is out there keeping me alive. And we're alive for a reason. These bad things or these good things are happening for a reason. Even if we don't know it yet, even if it's just to learn something, they're happening for a reason. That's my personal belief. So have a wonderful day, night, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. And I'll, we'll, we'll hear from each other next time. I don't know how to say that in a podcast. <laughs> it just sounds awkward. But I love you guys. Um, I'll close out in my normal manner with a serenity prayer. So feel free to join me. If not, just you can, you can leave now. <laughs> so God... Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that's everything. Happy Wednesday, and I will post another episode soon. Okay, bye.